Welcome back to Bitcoin Builders. Today, we are doing a long reads version of the show where we will read an essay on Bitcoin and AI, Bitcoin and politics, and Bitcoin venture capital. Bitcoin Builders is brought to you by In Wolf's Clothing. Wolf is the first startup accelerator focused entirely on Bitcoin and Lightning. Go check them out at wolfnyc.com. It's Saturday, August 5th. This is Bitcoin Builders. Let's go. All right, friends, welcome back to Bitcoin Builders. As I said, this is a long reads edition of the show. Apologies for not having an interview for a little while. I had a couple that actually had to make last minute changes, but I've got a really fun one coming out in just a couple days. It's the first of a series of guest hosted shows, which is something I'm really excited about. So if you are interested in lightning development, Bitcoin education, that is coming up soon. For now, we are going to read three short essays around Bitcoin. And the first we're going to kick off with is Bitcoin politics. It's an op-ed from Bitcoin Magazine written by Robert Hall, and it's called Bitcoiners Must Appeal to America's Increasingly Independent Voters. Robert writes, with nearly half of Americans indicating that they are tired of political dichotomy, it's time for Bitcoiners to pursue the middle path. The United States has two major political parties, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. These parties are basically diametrically opposed to the other. As of late, both sides have drifted to the extreme edges of the political spectrum to a point where they can't agree on a basic set of facts about America. Both parties essentially live in two different worlds and can hardly speak to one another. This is what political polarization looks like. This polarization has resulted in serious problems for the country. For many of us, nothing ever seems to change from administration to administration. I wonder if anyone can honestly say with a straight face that things ultimately haven't stayed the same from Presidents George Bush to Joe Biden. The United States government is still overspending to the tune of trillions of dollars per year and stealing the future from our kids and grandkids to pay for Social Security. Medicare, and military bases overseas, which are needed to protect the dollar as the reserve currency of the world. The people at the top of this pyramid are incentivized to keep the system going for as long as possible. This is why Bush, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, and Biden all march to the same drum once they get into office. The ultimate goal is to keep the money printer going for as long as possible because once the music stops, it's all over for the rich and powerful. They will be blamed for the calamity that will unfold. Many Americans understand this dynamic at some level and are surely tired of the partisan warfare preferring a government that works and is not too intrusive. This bears out in a recent poll conducted by Gallup. The poll found that 49% of Americans identify as political independents. Simultaneously, 25% identify as Republicans and 25% identify as Democrats. According to the Annie E. Casey Foundation, 260 million people in the U.S. are over the age of 18 and therefore eligible to vote. If you take half of this number and put those people in the politically independent camp, then that's 130 million people who must be dissatisfied with both political parties and are looking for new solutions to their problems. Will these politically independent voters become Bitcoiners overnight? No. But with the right message, I think many of them can learn and begin to understand how powerful Bitcoin is and the problems it can solve. Bitcoin smashes the false red versus blue narrative into a million pieces, never to be reconstituted again. As such, the political climate in the U.S. today offers a massive opportunity for Bitcoiners to speak to a group of people ready to hear the message of hope that Bitcoin brings to the world. For the other 50% of voters who are more deeply entrenched in the narratives that the Democrats and Republicans are disseminating, honestly, I don't know if they will take the time to understand Bitcoin. I hope they do for their own sakes, but I don't have much faith that they will. They are too caught up in the red versus blue dichotomy to see that it's a false narrative and that both primary parties collude to keep third parties off the ballot. But what about the followers of a third political party, whose ideal might more closely align with Bitcoin? I conducted a Twitter poll to investigate the political leanings of the average Bitcoiner. I had a feeling that the respondents would lean heavily libertarian. 
The results confirm what I thought to be true. 51.6% identified themselves as libertarian. This was just an impromptu poll on Twitter, but I would suspect that the larger numbers wouldn't vary too much from these results. It is probably safe to say that many within the Libertarian Party either own Bitcoin or have heard about it. If the US were full of libertarians, we would have massive adoption right now, but we don't. And that's because people who identify as libertarians represent just a small fraction of the population. It should be no surprise that libertarians make up a tiny portion of the electorate, but make up a large majority of Bitcoin holders. Unfortunately, from what I've seen, the creators of Bitcoin content tend to make content that appeals to the libertarian crowd, not the vast majority of Americans, many of whom are politically independent. The bottom line is that Bitcoin adoption among hardcore cypherpunks, anarchists, and libertarians is essentially tapped out. If mass Bitcoin adoption in America is going to move forward, our messaging must change to appeal to more middle-of-the-road types of open-minded people. As Americans wake up to the problems of our political dichotomy, these increasingly independent thinkers are who we need coming into Bitcoin. Thanks again to Robert for that piece. Two follow-ups from my end. One, I think that it's encouraging, as you will well know at this point, that we have more people on the progressive side of the spectrum, which has historically been underrepresented in Bitcoin, providing their logic and rationale for why progressives should care about Bitcoin. Hold aside big D Democrats, people who are left-leaning by nature need to understand how Bitcoin does or doesn't impact with things that they believe in as well. Because if we're talking about 50% of people being independently minded, some of them are going to come from the left to that independence, and some of them are going to come from the right to that independence. A second thing even more encouraging that I would say is that literally, basically at this point, all of the serious insurgent candidates for the 2024 presidency, Vivek Ramaswamy, Ron DeSantis, RFK Jr., Francis Suarez, all of them, regardless of what political space they're trying to carve out, have adopted Bitcoin as a thing that they care about a thing that they not only support, but are making a policy issue. Now, they may not be independent in the way that Robert is talking about, but they are all, to some extent, running on campaigns about independent thinking. I think that validates exactly what Robert is saying. Next up, we move to something that's on the one hand a little bit insider baseball, but on the other hand, I think actually secretly pretty significant. It's a piece by Christopher Callicott called Bitcoin Venture Capital is Anything But Boring. Christopher writes, the Bitcoin ecosystem venture capital scene is more robust than you might realize, something we just reviewed at length in a research report. In fact, 2022 was a flagship year. Seed transactions were 133% higher last year versus 2021. There was 70% growth in total companies funded. A select cohort of Bitcoin startups has graduated to the Series B stage or later, so the high growth in seed deals hints at potentially early maturation of the ecosystem. Crypto spot markets declined significantly since the November 2021 peak. In the aftermath, the overall crypto VC deal count effectively stagnated. Meanwhile, in contrast to that, Bitcoin VC emerged as a growth category with 52.9% year-over-year growth. Yet a severe misallocation of capital remains. The purposeful and conservative approach to making changes to Bitcoin Core has given rise to the narrative that quote-unquote nothing is happening on Bitcoin. But the data shows that innovation across the Bitcoin stack has begun to accelerate in recent years. We expect innovation to flourish in the years to come, but for now, the market gap is significant. Just 1.31% of total 2022 crypto venture funding was invested in Bitcoin startups, despite a 42.1% market cap dominance. Tremel Venture Partners believes Bitcoin has, quote, already won the battle to be the internet's base monetary layer, noting some key distinctions. Namely, the Mark Zuckerberg ethos of move fast and break things is unsuitable when building a decentralized global monetary network. Bitcoin core development is rightfully methodical. That doesn't mean it's stagnant. The segregated witness soft fork activated in 2017 was a technical prerequisite for the Lightning Network, 
which has in turn grown to a capacity that has unleashed a subsequent wave of innovation. Similarly, Taproot, activated in November 2021, sets the stage for another wave. Of note is Lightning Labs' Taproot Assets Protocol, TAP, facilitating asset issuance directly on the Lightning Network. If successful, TAP would allow the multi-asset reality to not only exist natively on the Bitcoin stack, but also inherit the Lightning Network speed, very low cost, and settlement finality. Bitcoin's careful development has begun to pay dividends. As the composability on the Bitcoin stack expands, TVP believes entrepreneurs will increasingly choose to build their business on the most secure, decentralized, mature possible platform, Bitcoin. And for the readers who keep hearing that nothing is happening on Bitcoin, don't sleep on the internet of money. Now, this actually almost could serve as a teaser for a part of the conversation that's coming up next week. But suffice it to say that I think that availability of capital is an extraordinarily important part of any sort of technology ecosystem. Now, likewise, an overabundance of capital can have severe, weird dislocations, as we've seen in numerous cases. But the fact that the availability of capital for Bitcoin-focused companies is growing is hugely to the boon of the entire space. It means that really talented, smart developers and entrepreneurs who might otherwise focus their efforts elsewhere can actually stay within the Bitcoin ecosystem and build here without completely foregoing entrepreneurial opportunity. The opportunity cost is not as painful as it once might have been. Lastly today, we head over to Swan Signal, their monthly newsletter, volume 34. You guys, of course, know Swan. But as part of this month's newsletter, they wrote a piece called Bitcoin, the natural choice for artificial intelligence. And given that at this point, I have both a Bitcoin and an AI show, you know we had to read this one to close it out today. OpenAI's ChatGPT reached over 100 million users within two months, making it one of the fastest growing apps in history. By comparison, it took Instagram 30 months and TikTok 9 months to reach that same milestone. What is ChatGPT? It's a chat interface built on top of a large language model, which allows users to ask questions, and the AI answers instantly. ChatGPT is one of just many. AI tools are rapidly advancing and specializing. They can already write, generate images, conduct research, offer advice, analyze documents, and more. New applications are being discovered every day, while existing ones continue to improve. In the near future, we'll have access to personal AI assistants who will know our individual hopes and needs. They'll perform general tasks such as scheduling appointments, ordering groceries, planning vacations, canceling Netflix subscriptions, and writing some code. Okay, but how is this related to Bitcoin? Bitcoin already impacts today's largest institutions, including banking, energy, and government. We believe Bitcoin will play a significant role in the growing artificial intelligence industry as well. Let's dig in. AI agents will need money to complete their tasks. AI requires a significant amount of computing power today. Asking ChatGPT a single question is estimated to incur 36 cents in computing costs. Of course, our AI assistants will do much more than just answer our questions. They'll also be handling many of our annoying chores. To be effective, they will need to pay for storage, computing resources, internet bandwidth, and more. Not to mention, your personal AI assistant will likely need to hire specialist AI agents to perform niche tasks, such as creating a new website for your side hustle. Consequently, AI agents will require money to fulfill our requests. Bitcoin is the perfect money for AI agents. There are at least three requirements for money used by an AI agent. One, permissionless. AI agents aren't people and don't have identities. Two, instant settlement. AI agents need to instantly allocate resources without the risk of chargeback. Three, micropayments. AI agents need to send tiny fractions of a cent in real time, streaming money. What could possibly work better as money for AI agents than Bitcoin? Bitcoin is permissionless. It is a bearer asset and requires no identity, so AI agents can autonomously send and receive it. In contrast, fiat money is debt-based, which means it requires an identity to use. 
Fiat money excludes machines and many people. Bitcoin sent over the Lightning Network settles instantly. In order to unlock maximum value from AI agents, they will need to negotiate and pay instantly for resources they need. Fiat money takes days to settle and chargeback fraud happens at an alarming rate. Bitcoin can send micropayments over the Lightning Network. For example, the artist Crypto Graffiti sold some digital art for 1 milli Satoshi, worth 0.0000037 over the Lightning Network. Fiat money has extremely high fixed costs and cannot be used for micropayments. Fiat money is simply too slow, expensive to transact, cumbersome, unreliable, geographically constrained, and restricted for the needs of an AI agent. It's almost as if Bitcoin was explicitly made for a world of AI agents that need to engage in commerce with each other. The future is already here, it's just not evenly distributed. The idea of AI agents paying each other to accomplish tasks isn't far-fetched. In fact, Lightning Labs recently released a set of tools that will allow OpenAI to integrate with Bitcoin and Lightning payments. This would enable ChatGPT to send and receive payments from various services worldwide. There are already examples of people instructing ChatGPT to make purchases using Lightning. If you squint hard enough, you can almost see a world with millions of autonomous AI agents processing billions of transactions every day with Bitcoin. Bitcoin is money native to the internet, as are AI agents. AI agents will need to use money and Bitcoin is the best money for the job. This results in Bitcoin both benefiting AI and benefiting from AI. If AI comes anywhere near realizing its potential, Bitcoin holders will be rewarded handsomely. I will remind everyone at this point that there is no financial advice as part of Bitcoin builders. No, but in all seriousness, I actually completely agree with this thesis. It's one that I've had for some time, which is really two parts. One is a vision of a world in which AI agents interact with one another without necessarily explicit instruction from humans other than setting them upon a task in the first place. I think this is 100% inevitable. Now, I don't know if it will always be personal AIs dealing with niche AIs the way that they described, but I certainly know that there are going to be billions of diverse, specialized AIs for every type of task imaginable that will interact with one another to come together to complete complex projects and goals. I also agree entirely that there is just no world in which it's going to make sense for a fiat money grafted onto the infrastructure of the internet to be the payments choice for that sort of machine-to-machine interaction. It just doesn't make any sense. A bigger question, I think, is why Bitcoin versus some other cryptocurrency. I think that one is much more debatable. But at the end of the day, I just genuinely believe that there's going to be a preference for the largest, most secure, and least controlled by individual people network. And that's Bitcoin. But it's going to be fun to watch. And I thought it was very cool that this was the center of Swan's monthly letter this month. Anyways, guys, that is going to do it for today's Bitcoin Builders Long Reads. As I mentioned, we've got a great guest co-hosted interview. I'll be there too. Coming up in just a couple days, so look forward to that. For now, one more big thanks to my sponsor, In Wolf's Clothing. Go to wolfnyc.com to learn about the first and only accelerator dedicated entirely to Bitcoin and Lightning. And until next time, let's build.